Real quick, everybody, I want to tell you a little bit about BetOnline.ag. We're right in the middle of March Madness, and the NBA is in full swing. So head on over to BetOnline.ag. You know, they have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it is the best way to place your bets, and it is completely free to sign up. You know, whether you want to bet on the, the odds, you know, the spread, you know, whatever it is, the over-under, prop bets, they have you covered at betonline.ag. So head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All right, guys, let's roll that intro. Welcome back into the Tide Talk Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. Stacy Blackwood here with Jake Thomas. Jake, how you doing, buddy? Man, I am doing great, and uh, just uh, just excited uh, to be a uh, Alabama fan. And I'm, when I mean Alabama fan, I'm talking about across all sports. But there's one that we're uh, we're really going to focus on, and that is our basketball team right now. Yeah, the, the men's team gets the big win yesterday against Iona and Rick Pitino. Uh, in in the first round of the NCAA tournament, uh, final score of sixty eight to fifty five. So big game there. Uh, get the win. A win is a win is a win, as as, as they say. Uh, oh, and breaking news: as we record this, uh, number three seed West Virginia has been upset by Syracuse. So a couple upsets the last wow. few games, Jake. Uh, Dang. And uh, you know we really don't have all time to, to touch on all those, but. Uh, Syracuse does get the upset there. Of course, Illinois was upset earlier today. Texas was upset last night. Virginia was upset last night. So, uh, March Madness has arrived. <laughs> and it's been madness for sure, man. There has been some crazy upsets. And, uh, you know, well, what about old Sister Jean's uh, team? They're, they're looking really good right now, too. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they beat Illinois today. So, uh, mm-hmm. and they really controlled the game from, from start to finish. So, uh, they're one of those teams that you really just don't want to play because of how well they execute, especially on the offensive end. But, uh, you know, we can talk about that if, if Alabama has the, has the opportunity to play those guys on down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but Alabama was able to avoid an upset yesterday with the 68-55 win over Rick Pitino and Iona. Uh, Jake, just kind of give your, uh, your thoughts on the game. Uh, it wasn't the prettiest of games, but – like I said a minute ago, a win is a win. Yeah, you're right about that. And, um, you know, I, I was able to watch all the first half, and I missed, like, the last five minutes of, of the game. I had to go help some family move some furniture. But from what I saw, you know, they started out, I, you know, we, we made, like, a couple big big shots early, and I was like, okay, Petty made, made a huge one. I'm like, boy, it's, it's just going to be a route. And then we kind of just went flat on offense. Uh, Quinterly and Shackleford come off the bench, gave us another spark. And, you know, it was a back-and-forth game for a while. I knew 
I had a feeling it was going to be close because Rick Pitino is a mastermind and one of we'll go down the Hall of Fame, you know, eventually in uh, in coaching. So I knew it was going to be tough, and he had his guys ready to play. I'll tell you one of the things that I feel like uh, that that helped uh, late in the game, or really in the second half uh, yesterday, was how we we shut down. Uh, I think his name is Gist or Gist, and this he only scored like maybe two or four points in the second half. And us slowing him down really helped because he, he put up 16 on us, but most of those were in the first half. Yeah, him and Ross were, were were problems, especially in the first half. But like you mentioned, in the second half, the, the Alabama defense really took over the game. I mean, they only gave up 23 points in the second half. You're going to win a lot of basketball games, you know, only surrendering 23 points in a half. So the defense, the, the defense was the story of the game for Alabama. The shots were not falling. You know, I'm, I'm looking here at the box score, Jake. Uh, Petty and Shaq combined to go uh, seven of 22 and two of 10 from three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Alabama was still able to get a 13-point win. Uh, the bench for Alabama continues to be the story for me, especially on the offensive end. It, guys like Quinterly, you know what he's going to do. But but mm-hmm. Reese and Gary also, you know, getting, you know, six, eight points every time they come off the bench is huge. And uh, Reese, late in that game, uh, when it was still pretty tight, hit those two threes. Gary gets a steal and, and goes to the line and makes both, both free throws. Then Herb gets a steal and, and, and gets a dunk on the other end, and that really opened the game up there in the second half. And, uh, you know, r- real quick on John Petty. Uh, everybody knows that he, he struggled yesterday, just one of five from three. I believe all those attempts were in the first half. Like you mentioned, he made his first one, and, and you get to thinking, okay, maybe Petty's going to come on and, and start hitting some shots. He, he struggled in the, in the SEC tournament. So you're kind of hoping that he's going to have a big game on the offensive end, and it will come eventually. Right. He's just too good of a shooter for it not to happen. But uh, Petty did all the other things really well yesterday. Seven rebounds, a couple offensive rebounds that were putbacks for points. So uh, a couple steals, uh, just just really good effort. Uh, he, he won the the hard hat award yesterday. Uh, you know, you know, for the most blue collar points in the game. Uh, Herb Jones has kind of made that famous around the country, but but Petty won that award yesterday. So the shots were not falling for Petty, but he made plays for the team in other areas. And and that, that's what it's about. That's that's what winning basketball is. You know, I, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Steph Curry, who you could probably say is the greatest shooter of all time. Go look at some of his games. He has a lot of games where he goes one of ten from the three-point line. Yeah. It happens. Mm-hmm. So – you, you just got to do the other things really well to keep your team in it. And, and John Petty was able to do that. And, and I hope some people kind of get off his back a little bit. Uh, he's just going through a little bit of a slump. I believe he's lost a little bit of confidence, but you know, all it takes is a couple to go in early and, and, you know, it, it could be over with after, after that, you know, he's, he's capable of making eight or 10 three pointers in one game. Absolutely. Another thing I want to touch on is, you know, you, you see, you know, we, we search through or, or see a lot on our timeline on Twitter uh, about, you know, you see during the Alabama game, oh, my God, we need a rebound, rebound, rebound. How about 13 offensive rebounds for the Tide yesterday? Man, that's huge. You know, when, when we have guys going down there like Herb, you said Petty, um, I think uh, Gary had an offensive rebound, just guys like that 
going down there, we're getting rebounds and and we out we out rebounding them 42 to 26 yesterday. So any really anytime you're out rebounding an opponent, you have a really good chance to win. So, you know, getting those offense them second chance points, the offensive rebounds, that, that was great to see. And uh and like you mentioned, the uh the the two clutch threes from Alex Reese when we needed them. And he just comes up and he got a shot. He, you know, most of the time he was like, oh my God, don't let Reese shoot. When he, when he does and he's on, dude, the automatic. Yeah, uh, Reese is one of those guys that you can't help but root for. He, he's kind of been through it all his entire career at Alabama. And uh, I'm just really excited that he was able to hit those two shots. Yeah, me too, bro. You know, and, and real quick before we, we wrap up our little recap of, of the Iona game and, and look ahead to Maryland, you know, Alabama 5 of 16 from three. So they only made about half as many three-pointers as they normally do. They only shot 56% from the free throw line, so they left a lot of points there. And they still won the game by 13 and finished with 68 points. I mean, uh, <laughs> Alabama is one of those teams that uh, – and we've talked about it off, you know, kind of, you know, pre-recording that, you know, Alabama gets a few shots to fall – uh, they're going to run away from some teams in this tournament because their defense is going to be there every game, and they're going to force the opponent to make the mistakes, miss shots. And when Alabama forces mistakes and turnovers, they turn it into transition and transition points. And uh, when when the shots start falling, and they will eventually, uh, it's, it's look out. They're as good as anybody else in the country. Absolutely. Before we move on, I just want to say one other thing, and I've been following this since it's been been happening. And, and the last podcast, I also made it made a mention of it. But we got another JQ to Gary Alleyoop again yesterday. I am starting to love to see that combination. <laughs> they are they're a great one-two punch off the bench. And uh, you know, speaking of the bench, the bench will, will get better once Primo gets back. Oh man, Primo's a starter, and, and Ellis has had to had to fill in and he's done pretty good, but he, I think he only had two points yesterday. So, you know, not a lot of production there, but uh, when Primo comes back, uh, it, it just makes us that much better. Absolutely. Talking about Ellis. Yeah, he did have two points, uh, five rebounds and three assists. So, you know, like, like you mentioned, most of the guys, when, when they're not on their game, they're doing other things to help the team win. And that that's key. Real quick. I want to tell everybody a little bit about eBay. Whether rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe that you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair that you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators, so you never have to worry about not getting the exact shoe that you're looking for. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers of $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. You know, looking ahead to tomorrow night's game against Maryland, of course, Maryland beats UConn in that 10-7 matchup. So Maryland, a 10 seed, moves on to play Alabama uh, tomorrow night at 7.45 on TNT. Uh, right now, Alabama's a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, man, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a gambling man, but I think I would take Alabama and the five points on that. I mean, I, I feel good about that. Uh, and, I and, and, I, and I'll tell you a little bit about why here in a minute, but uh, did you get a chance to watch any of the UConn-Maryland game? I watched a little bit of it. Uh, I was 
you know, there's so many good games on at, at one time. It kind of sucks because you're running back and forth on channels during commercials. But but I kind of honed in on that one late, and I watched the last maybe uh, 10 minutes of it. Yeah, you know, they got a guy, and, and I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, Eric Ayala. I'm not sure how you say that, but he's a really good player. He had a really good game against UConn. Uh, of course, uh, former Alabama player Galen Smith is on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he don't play, you know, a monster amount of minutes, but, you know, he will see some action. Uh, but, you know, they've got uh, a Wiggins kid, Aaron Wiggins, you know, a 14-point guy. They got some scores, but, Jake, they they, they really pride themselves on defense like Alabama does. Yeah. So, it's going to be kind of a battle on the defensive end of the floor and, and which team can execute on offense. And I just really feel like Alabama's really due one of those games to to really explode on the offensive end of the floor. Absolutely. And I'll be honest, uh, I, I uh, have made the comment to a couple people, I even told my wife last night, I was like, I'm kind of rooting for Maryland because, you know, Connecticut, they, they're a really good team as well. And they're a streaky team. And, and I was like, I, I was kind of concerned about having to play them. But uh, but Maryland, they, they fought hard, and uh, they they got the win. And, uh, I'm you know, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, Galen um, have uh, some success there. You know, he, he was in uh, – you know, he, he had some good good uh, years there at Alabama. But, uh, you know, he's going to be fired up for this. But I just think Alabama's got too much firepower. Yeah, you know – as far as, you know, Alabama's, you know, top 30 in the country in, in scoring, you know, almost 80 points a game, 79.2 is what they're averaging. And you look at Maryland, they only average 68.6, which is 247th in the country. So, uh, <laughs> Alabama obviously has the edge on the offensive end of the floor. And on the defensive end, it's uh, Alabama gives up 69 and, and Maryland gives up 64. So, Maryland is a really good defensive team. Uh, so that that is that that's what I'm looking for is to seeing how well Alabama can execute, uh, you know, against that Maryland defense. You know, they got they got some some bigger bodies. Uh, Alabama doesn't really have a true big. You know, Reese is is a six nine guy who's really a stretch four. Uh, you know, Jawan Gary's only six foot six, even though he plays like he's about six ten. Uh, so the size is something that that maybe could be a cause for concern uh, on that end of the floor, maybe at the at the rim when Alabama drives to the basket. But, you know, I, I, I like where we're at right now. I like Herb, the way he's running the offense, you know, in the half court. Uh, he's able to execute really well. When him and, and Jake, you are on the floor together, oh, man. that's that that's pretty dangerous. You know, that uh, that that slip screen that they ran, you know, where, where Herb faked the screen and, and, you know, dove to the basket and clearly, you know, read it perfectly. Uh, that's that's the kind of stuff that that really separates when those two are two are on the floor together. So, and you know, Herb. Speaking of Herb, you know, he had twenty points yesterday, and it was kind of one of those games where he didn't really have to try that hard to get to twenty. So yeah. uh, he made all his all his free throws. You know, he's struggling from the three point line right now as well too. So the outside shots not falling for Alabama lately. But uh, that day is coming. We, we've seen it happen before. I'm not. Ta- I'm not saying we should do what we did against LSU. You know, making 23 of them. But you know, uh, you know, if Alabama makes 10 plus threes in a game, I feel pretty good about beating anybody, especially a team like Maryland, who's who really struggles to to put up points, uh, especially against a talented defensive team like Alabama. 
Yeah, you were talking about the the three points have not been uh, – oh, three point is not going down for us here lately. But, you know, like you said, we can make them. Uh, we have in the past. I mean, we put up, you know, 94 against Auburn, put up 86 against Florida, 85 against Kentucky, that 105 game against LSU, and 90 against Arkansas. So, I mean, we can make them. Uh, we just got a little slump right now. But the, big, the best thing is we have guys when they're not making – uh, threes. Our defense tightens up, and and we can get the basket. And so, you know, we're, we're just dangerous all over. You know, offensively, even when we're not making the three pointers. Yeah, we have we have guys that can take take the defenders off the dribble and get to the rack, like JQ, and you mm-hmm. know, Shaq's pretty decent at it. Herb can do it, obviously. Uh, John Petty, when he decides to do it, is somewhat effective. So, uh, like you said, it, we have a talented offense. And, and when the shots fall, it just makes it that much better. So I, I, I feel confident about tomorrow night. Uh, I would like, I'll, I'd like, I'm like you. I like to match it with Maryland a little bit better than what I would have with with UConn. And maybe I'm wrong for thinking that, but that's just kind of how my gut, what my gut tells me. Yeah. But uh, but I, I do think that Alabama will cover that five and a half point spread. I, I think it could be ten plus points that Alabama wins this game by. I feel like this team is just is just focused and, and kind of on a mission. And, uh, you know, the bracket's kind of lining up for him in a good way. Absolutely. Uh, we were just talking off, off uh, the podcast here before we started. But, you know, after the, the upset from Texas, uh, Alabama, if, if they get past Maryland, they're going to be playing either 11th seed UCLA or 14th seed uh, Albany Christian. So, I mean, like you said, it's, it's lining up real, real good. And – is it is still a possibility if LSU gets past Michigan and they get past whoever wins out of Colorado and F, uh, FSU, we would be playing them in the Elite Eight game. And, guys, I'm telling y'all, if that happens, that's going to be a knockout, dragout fight. I'm just telling you. It's, I mean, if that happens, my, my blood pressure is going to be sky high. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, can't even, I can't even think about that right now after what yeah. happened last Sunday in the SEC tournament championship game. Oh, so but let, yeah. let's just take care of Maryland first and and kind of see what happens and how how the tournament plays out. There's there's plenty of madness to be had, you know, the remainder of this tournament. Absolutely, man. It, it's exciting. Uh we've talked we've said in the last podcast, this is the the best playoff top format in college sports. And and like you said, it's it's madness, man. I mean all the upsets so far, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. Well, Jake, I don't really have anything else to add on, on the Iona game or the Maryland preview. Really excited to see what happens. We'll get back with y'all, you know, post-Maryland game. Of course, the women tip off in the in the women's tournament tomorrow around yes. lunchtime as well. Uh, the softball team uh, took care of Tennessee this weekend, and the two they won the series 2-1. to one. The baseball team did get a win at number one Arkansas on Friday night, so they – they went one and two against the number one team in the country on the road. Uh, of course, the gymnastic team won the SEC championship. Uh, just a lot of good things going right, going good right now for the University of Alabama athletic department. The, the, the swim team also won the national championship. Yes, this they weekend. did. They did. Right. <laughs> I mean, and and the rowing team, I believe they beat Tennessee this weekend. So, I mean, you know, we we kid, but I mean, really, it's an everything school. <laughs> yep, Ch- championship school is is made yes. up to put it. <laughs> exactly. 
All right, buddy. Well, hey, real quick before we get out of here, make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review. Head over to TideTalkSports.com to check out all the latest on the Crimson Tide. Follow Jake at JakeThomasTTS on Twitter. You can follow me at BlackwoodTTS. And, of course, you can follow our Tide Talk Sports Twitter page at Tide Talk Sports. Until next time, roll Tide. Roll Tide.